hallelujah Ephesians 3 verse 20 I'm talking about the God factor amen it says now unto him that is able to do say God is able to do mm, hallelujah in pidgin English they say I serve a talk and I do God <laughs> the God factor mm. <laughs> hallelujah tell someone bye-bye to failure tell someone bye-bye to lack yeah yeah we're looking at the God factor Ephesians 3 verse 20 and we're going to have another opening soon, but I just want us to start from here. It says, now unto him. When is now? When is now? All right. So whatever I'm going to read now can happen now. Amen. It says, now unto him that is able to do. Say, God is able to do. That means God is never without ability. Is never without ability. The Bible says, I heard once, God spoke once and twice have I heard it, that what? Power belongs unto God. It says, now unto him that is able to do exceeding. Say exceeding. exceeding. Say it again, exceeding. exceeding. Now the word exceeding means to go beyond. To exceed is to go beyond. It means to go beyond the usual mark or to go beyond all presupposed limits. That means there's no limit to what God can do. Are you following me? There's no limit. No matter what has been done on earth, God can improve upon it. Oh, I thought I'd get a better amen. Yeah, God can improve upon it. Your father lives in a two-bedroom apartment. I sure know you're going to live in a mansion. Because with God, there is never a better yesterday. Mm -mm. It's from glory to glory. It's from faith to faith. Are you out there? I said, are you out there? That means no matter how rich your father was, you are an improvement upon him. Are you following me? If your parents had a bad marriage, you have a better marriage. Now, if your parents had a better marriage, you have the best marriage. Did you hear what I'm saying? Because God always wants to outdo the past. Mm. God always wants to outdo the past. When you study your Bible, when Moses spanned the Red Sea, the Bible says he stretched forth his hand and divided it. Great miracle. When the Jordan was parted, God didn't say they should stretch their hand. He said they should just walk into the water. And what happened? The water moved back to Adam, the Bible says. When Elijah and Elisha got to the Jordan, he smote it with his mantle, two men. And the water was smitten into two. And they walked on dry ground. When Elisha was coming, he smote it. When Jesus came, he didn't need to split, he walked on water. God always outdo or does the past. What I want to say to you today is this. Whatever you see in the Old Testament is in the Old Testament. He's a God of new beginnings. Are you all there? The Bible says, now unto him that is able to do, exceeding, to go beyond all presupposed limits. All presupposed limits. I thank God for what God did with the Archbishop Benson and the and when he was on TV, we were wondering if anybody could be on TV once a week like he was. Then God raised a man by the name of Pastor Christian Oyakhilome, and he was on TV every day. And Papa built the fake tabernacle, the, 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 uh, the fake arena in Benin. And another man by the name of Bishop David Oyedepo came and built a 50,000 seater auditorium the largest in the world in one year 
I wonder what God will do with us. Hey! You see, God always outdoes the past. Because the past is only a platform for a better tomorrow. Hallelujah. Tell someone it can only get better. Are you all there? See, that's your story. The Bible says the power of the just keeps shining how? Say it again. More and more. Not less and less. That's your story in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Watch this. Now, unto him that's able to do exceeding. Say exceeding. See, I don't know the limit you placed on God. Now, think about it. The largest auditorium in the world was built in one year. Say one year. One year. <laughs> that means the one that will be bigger than that could be built in six months. See, that's the way God does it for his glory. For his glory. Says now unto him that is able to do exceeding. Say exceeding. See, you can't stop. You can't stop what God can do. Say, okay, um, I'm, I'm, I'm the, grad, the first graduate in my family. Come on now. Someone's going to come and have a master's degree. See, God always outdoes the past. And it's a time for the body of Christ to start believing God for more. I thought I'd get an amen. It's time. For us that believe in God for more, we keep reading in the Bible. Oh, Jesus healed the sick. Oh, Jesus raised the dead. Oh, Jesus. And that's great. But Jesus said something in John 14 verse 12. He said, he that believeth on me, the works that I do shall what? And what? God always wants to do more. Heard someone says, how can we do more than Jesus? It is God that's working in us, so it's God that's doing it. Come on now. Now unto him that is able to do. Exceeding. Then he says, abundantly. Not only will God go beyond the supposed limits, it will go beyond it in a big way. Think about it. The largest church in the world has 750,000 members. One church. See? God does his things in a big way. It may start small. But the pastor says, though your beginning be small, your latter end should what? Should greatly increase. I see you have a great future. Yeah, I, I see it. I see it. Because many of you could be saying, Pastor, I was born in a poor home. Oh, great story. Because the king of kings was born in a manger. So you that are from a poor home, I can tell your future. I can tell your future. It's a great future. Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding, he says. Abundantly, he says, above. God uses three superlatives. Exceeding. Abundantly above, that says all. Say all. all. Say again. Say all. all. Think about it. All that we ask or think. Now, means you cannot exhaust God's ability. If we all gather together and prayed, like you ask God for a car, you ask God for a house, you ask God for a job. If we all pray, they got all our prayers. God can still do beyond what we ask for. In other words, you're asking too small. You're asking too small. Think about it. You're asking too small. Now, unto him that's able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask, that we ask, we ask, all of us, we, says God can do much more than what we ask for. If only God can help me, you've insulted him. Because God wants to help you. Not if only God can help me. Believe God. It says now unto him that's able to do exceeding abundant above all that we ask. It says all think. That means what God is able to do is far bigger than what you can imagine. 
Now, some of you could be here say, I can't imagine, I can't imagine myself living in that house. I can't imagine myself driving that car. God says, if you can, I can see I'll do it. So you cannot outdream God. Who could have thought a, a 50,000 seat Algerian could be built in a year? Who could have thought about it? I couldn't imagine it. But God has shown that he could do it. He has shown he could do it. So now I know that, okay, if God tells me, build a 50,000 Algerian, I know it's possible. But God said, I can go beyond the possible. Some believing based on the possibilities of yesterday. There's more in God. There's more in God. I wish if I can just if I can just get somebody to help. If I can, I, I will testify. Hmm. God does not just want someone to help you. God wants you to be a helper. See, God doesn't think like a man. You're thinking, oh God, if you can give me a job, he says I want to make you an employer. He doesn't think like a man. Man says, God is not a man. He's not a man. He doesn't think like us. He doesn't. He doesn't think like us. Hallelujah. It says, now unto him that is able to do exceeding, abundant above all that we ask or think. And it says, according to the power that does what? Work it in us. So what God is, is able to do in our lives is not up to God, it's up to us. It's according to the power, equal to the power working in you. So you are the one limiting God in your life. This one says, if, if, God, if God could do this for me, God is saying it's according to the power that work at where? In us. Look at the next verse, verse 21. It says, unto him but glory in the church by Christ Jesus. See? So God wants to do these big miracles for his glory through the church. But it's the room we give him. Is the room we give him? Are we going to believe for more? Are we going to expect more? Are we going to increase our faith? We're going to stay less. Look at the story of Joel Osteen. When they moved to the comeback center, they they, they thought they're going to pay they're going to pay that the the, the debt they, they they actually had um, a, a debt kind of thing on the building that they'll pay maybe in so 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 number of years, and they paid it in five years. Less than the time they, they thought we were going to pay. Because God is bigger than your deadlines you set on him. And he was telling his son, he said, Okay, when I'm old and I die, you're going to be pastoring here. The son said, No, daddy. I'll pastor a bigger church. See, God improves on the past. His final pastor at Lakewood Church, a smaller church. Joel has gone to this one. His son Jonathan has believed was something better. Some fathers will say, you, you, you want to go beyond where, where I, I, I went to? Yes. Isaac was an improvement on Abraham. When Abraham lied, they took his wife. When Isaac lied, they couldn't take his wife. Why? Because your seed possesses the gates of his enemies. Are you following me? And Jacob became a nation. Jacob went to another man's land, became mighty in another man's land in Egypt. God outdoes the past. And you must keep on setting your faith for bigger things. Why? Because when God does the bigger thing, he gets the glory. Who gets the glory from this church? God. I remember a pastor that brought some of his members to our church. And after the service, I saw him and he said, uh, I brought my members here. I want them to come and see what the grace of God is doing. See, God gets the glory. And that's what God wants to do with your life. Stop complaining. Say, I believe God. Say again, say, I believe God. Luke chapter 18. Luke chapter 18. I want to read verse 27. Luke 18, verse 27. And he said, The things which are impossible with men 
are what? The things which are impossible with men are what? Think about that. He said the things which are impossible with men are possible with God. Let me give you an instance. Let's say there is a contract and your uncle is influential in this state. And you went to him and said, Uncle, I'm trying to get that contract. And he says, No, it's not possible. The people with higher connections have already linked for that contract, so it's impossible. So don't say, Hey, now one will buy us if you don't know somebody. No, no, no. The things which are impossible with men are what? So what do you turn to? You turn to God. Because this is for a bigger testimony. If you got it through your uncle, you say, you say, I want to thank God, uh, how God used my uncle. So who gets the glory? Your uncle. But now your uncle said it's impossible. You see, there are other people who have more connections than me. I'll ju- just leave that side. But you see, present, you pray and say, God, for your glory. Say, say for your glory. Mm. And you, you applied for the contract and you got it. Then your uncle came and said, how did you get it? Say, Uncle Nagodo. Say, no, you said, no, 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 tell me, tell me. Who did you meet? Did you meet the governor? Did you, did you meet the president? Tell me. Say, no, no, God, uncle. Say, man. My brother, God like you, God gets the glory. And some of you, in this month of August of empowerment, you're going to express such a testimony in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. August, the month of empowerment. Hallelujah. He said the things which are impossible with men are what? Say it again. The things which are impossible with men are what? Are what? Possible with God. Don't give up on your dream. The things which are impossible with men are possible with God. Think about that. You don't quit and say, oh, uh, Pastor, I don't think this thing is possible. I don't think this is, impo- this is possible. See, my life is full of testimonies because I choose to believe God because I know that if I get the miracle, God will be glorified. Think about it. How many, you know how many pastors have come to tell us that you're getting this place is really, is really a miracle? Some told us we tried to get it, we couldn't. Some will come from anonymous and say, our ministry tried to get it, we couldn't. God. Tell someone God. Tell someone God is enough. Tell someone else God is enough. Genesis 39. We're looking at the God factor. The God factor. Genesis 39. Let's look at the boy here. Verse 1. And Joseph was brought down to Egypt and Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh, captain of the guard, an Egyptian, bought him of the hands of Ishmaelites, which brought him down Thedah. Now think of this guy. He's coming as a slave. His brothers sold him as a slave. What could be worse than that? His own brothers sold him. And now this young man is being taken to Egypt. He gets to Egypt and he's bought. All he has is his pampas. Now that's the way they carry slaves. They wear pampas. You know the time they wrap their stuff. You know what I'm talking about? And that's all he's got. No shirt. The boy is stripped. Just his pampas. Look at verse 2. Give us verse 2. And the Lord was with Joseph. And what? God is enough. He had been removed from his father's house. He had favor with his father. He got the best clothes because he lived with his father. He got the best clothes because he was born from his father's favorite wife. But now all those advantages have been removed for a greater testimony. You see, sometimes the enemy attacks you because you are favored. But he doesn't know that when he removes you from your privileges, your natural privileges, you enjoy greater privileges. See, because if Joseph was in his father's house wearing the best clothes and prosperous, he said, ah, we know our father likes him. That's why our father promotes him. No, 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 no. And the Lord was with Joseph. And what? He was a prosperous man. The Bible didn't say he became a prosperous man. The Bible says he was. So that means God being with you is a sentence to success. 
Hallelujah. I would have loved them to give it to us in the NIV or in the New King James. Do you have it? Give me the New King James, please. It doesn't have it? Okay, let me read it to you. It says, the Lord was with Joseph and he was a successful man. Notice, God being with you is a sentence of success. It didn't say he became. Uh -uh. So the Lord was with him. So long as God was with him, he was successful. That means the day you got born again, failure ended. Because Jesus said in Matthew 28 verse 20, I'll be with you always, even unto the end of the age. So because Jesus is always with me, I will always be successful. No matter where I find myself, that's your story. I said, that's your story. He had been taken from his father's house. You know, sometimes you, you just oh, see. I remember when, when my uncle, when my uncle was local government chairman, when my uncle was a commissioner, we used to enjoy. I hey, don't talk that way. You're cutting yourself off divine favor. You're cutting yourself from divine favor when you talk that way. Because Joseph has been removed from his father's house, that did stop the favor. Your current situation does not stop God's favor. I said your current situation does not stop God's favor. I want you to say that amen because you are claiming it. The young man had no clothes. Just pampas. He got to Padiva's house. And now because God is with him, he's a successful man. He's a prosperous man. Please give us the King James, please. And he was a prosperous man and he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. Notice. He was a slave, yet he was prosperous. So you can be, you can be an employee and be prosperous. Next verse, please. And his master saw that the Lord was with him. I'm telling you, men will see that God is with you. Men will see that God is with you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible says, unto him the glory in the church. What is glory? The visible manifestation of the presence, the power, and the presence of God. They saw that the Lord was with him. And his mother saw that the Lord was with him. Watch this. And that the Lord made all. Say all. We don't fail. I said we don't fail. And that the Lord made all that he did to prosper. Where? In his hands. My hands are blessed. We the blessings of God. My hands are blessed. We the blessings of God. We the blessings of the Lord. Anything I touch, nothing I touch surely must be blessed. My hands are blessed. We the blessings of God. Blessed. My hands are blessed. My hands are blessed. 
Sit down for a moment, please. Let's let's run. It says verse three, and his master saw that the Lord was with him, and that the Lord made all say all. all. Notice all that he did to prosper. So wherever they put Joseph, he prospered because God was with him. Is God with you? Notice wherever you are, you're gonna prosper. Oh, I didn't get a better amen. Now think about it. That means you're heading to the top of your field. Think about it. Everything he did prospered in his hand. Everything. That's your life. I said that's your life. Yeah. I speak promotion upon you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah, the Lord, the Lord is going to do it. Look at this. And, and Joseph found favor in his sight. And God told us, the word grace, there's hen. C-H-E-N or H-E-N, depending on the Greek. I'm uh, sorry, the Hebrew scholar you're, you're listening to. Look at this. It says, and Joseph found favor, grace, hen, in his sight. Take note of that. God told us in the month of July, there'll be increase in favor. That means you found favor in the sight of your boss. That's what it means to us. If there's anybody in authority over your life, you found favor in their sight. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, live without consciousness. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. I'm just preaching just Bible, just Bible. I'm letting the Bible speak for itself. And Joseph found favor in his sight and he served him. Watch this. And he made him. What did he make him? Talk to me now. What did he make him? What did he make him? That means some of you in this year will start managing some stuff. Some of you in this year will start managing some stuff. I say it because I'm sent. That by the end of this year, many of you under this commission will be managers in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Someone said, Pastor, that was big. God is able to do beyond what I said. Are you following me? You see, I'm not under pressure because God is bigger than what I can believe for. Look at this. It says, and he made him of his house and, what, and all that he had, he did what? All that he had, he did what? That means those who were his bosses before, he became their bosses. I say this my faith. That in the next three years, the most influential people in this land will come out of this place. Look at this. And it came to pass that from the time that he made him overseer in his house and over all that he had, that the Lord blessed the Egyptian's house for whose sake? For whose sake? For whose sake? Now watch this. This means that your bosses will prosper because of you. So that means if you are serving a commissioner, it's going to go higher because of you. Are you following me? You're not going higher because of him. Mm-mm. It's going higher because of who? Because of you. See, have a new attitude. Have a new attitude. Because the favor of God is on your life. I thought I'd get an amen. I was traveling one time. I had a dream. And um, I was in this red bus and in an accident. And I was like, wow. And I was traveling the next day. So I got to the park and I entered the bus. I didn't check the color. So I'd already sat down. I, and I realized it was a red bus. And I went to come down. And the other believer tapped me. So why are you coming down? I said, I had a dream last night. And um, the bus had an accident. And he said, 
And that's why you're coming down? I say yes. He said, did you know that your entry here stops the accident? Because God uses believers to prevent misfortune? I had a new revelation. He said, let's travel together with a believer too. And there was an accident. And it dawned on me that whenever I enter a vehicle, it is safe because you're going out is and you're coming in is blessed. It says you're going out is blessed. Because God didn't tell me yes, but I said don't enter. I didn't hear a voice. I had a dream. You can dream anything. Some of you dreamt that your wife was not your wife. Have you married another one? Come on now. You dreamt and you saw yourself in one small house, dirty house. I had a dream that I was in a small house. So I'm packing out this big house. Did you do that? So if God didn't speak, if God didn't speak, now certain times God will talk to you through dreams. Are you aware of that? But sometimes you just dreamed and you prayed about it to avert it and you're still afraid. Are you getting what I'm saying? I prayed that as I was going to I had a dream that I was going to walk and I had an accident so I now prayed, I spent time praying but I'm not going to walk today I did not pray, I prayed you're going out is blessed one of our members was flying and he said the engine is having problems he said, see, I am getting to my destination because under our commission no accidents for us. Amen. I said no accidents for us. Amen. It's up to your faith. It's up to, I've never had an accident. And I'll never have one. Never, never, never axi. I don't want axi. Not even dent. You know when there's accident, something dented. Axi. Whether on bike, Never. So you entered back to some assault, they carried you. So thank God. Brother, I want to testify. I entered Keke, and as the Keke was going, the Keke some assaulted. And I thank God that I did not wound much, only small my leg. <laughs> Where were your angels? He says, You will not dash your foot against a stone. You will lay again an injury. Your angels will have duty. God says he will give his angels charge. Charge. That means they will give account. Charge. Your going out is blessed. Your coming in is blessed. Your lying down is blessed. Your rising up is blessed. Can I get an amen? Yeah. So that's your story. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all can ask or think. But it's according to the power that worketh where? In us. You are the one limiting God. The angels could have saved you, but you've been saying it sometimes. Make person no go get accident to make person break leg. The Bible says by your words you'll be justified. By your words you'll be condemned. God will judge you with your own words. What you said. When Cain killed his brother, see what Cain said. Cain said, Lord, set a mark upon me, lest any man finding me should kill me. God didn't say that. Cain said that with his mouth, and the Bible said the Lord set a mark upon him so that when anyone finds it, they won't kill him. But your mouth, you're justified, by your mouth, you condemn. The children of Israel said, We will die in this wilderness. God bless you, die in this wilderness. God said, As you said in my ear, so will I do. You're condemned with your words. You're delivered with your words. The words you're saying right now are the words that will deliver you in the day of trouble. I'm telling you. The words, the words you're saying right now are the words that will deliver you in the day of trouble. A man died in Ghana. A member of Winner's Chapel. He went to put on his TV set. And he died. Because they recruited and they took him to the mortuary because of the way his body was they had to tie him and they left him on the slab and died the family members were home and the guy taking care of the body in the morgue there started hearing the man shout I shall live and I shall not die I shall. that's how he kept he said he was hearing what his pastor was saying on Sunday as I was repeating it he came back into his body 
he was shouting, they tied him, and they came and loosened him. First of all, they, you know, they would first of all take off. And they went home, and while they were discussing burial arrangements, they saw the person they wanted to bury. And people who were believing for raising of the dead did what? Took off. Yes, the truth. Most times when people say, and we are praying for that God, that God will raise him. Yeah, raise. And the person, <laughs> Read your Bible in Acts 12. They were praying for Peter to be saved. When Peter came, they said, it is not him. Read your Bible. They said, it's not him. And the man lived. They said he was hearing what his pastor said. As he kept on repeating it, he came back into his body. And I'm saying this over you. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Your going out is blessed. Your coming in is blessed. Your way your children is traveling. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You will prosper every side. In the name of Jesus. You shall not die but live. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Everybody agree with me say amen. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Is the one helping anybody? Look at verse 5, Genesis 39, verse 5. It says, And the blessing of the Lord upon all that they had in the house and in the field. Think about that. It says, The blessing of the Lord was upon all that they had in the house and where? In the field. That means your business place is as safe as your house. You know, a lot of people are scared if someone will break into their shop, if someone will break into their business. Hear me. Nobody will break into your business in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible says God saved all that Rahab had. Everything, including their pots. Your house is safe. Your shop is safe. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Your office is safe. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Are you all there? The God factor. The God factor. Numbers 14. Hallelujah. I want to begin from verse 6. Let me give you the backdrop of this story. The children of Israel have been sent by God to go and spy out the land and come back and bring the news. And when they came back, the Bible tells us that they brought an evil report and said the places are walled and they gave all kinds of excuses why they could not take the land. All right. But as a man called Caleb, let's hear his testimony. Everybody's complaining. And they were crying now and crying. Look at verse 6. And Joshua the son of Nun and Caleb the son of Jephunneh, which were of them that said the land, rent their clothes. And they spake unto all the company of children of Israel, saying, The land which we pass through the search is an exceeding good land. If the Lord delights in us, he will bring us into this land and give it us a land which floated with milk and honey. Watch this. It says, if, if the Lord delights in us. That means if God likes us, if God loves us, he will bring us into the land. The question is, does God love you? No, no, no. I'm going to ask you again. Does God love you? Do you really believe that God loves you? Hey, I'm going to ask you again. Does God love you? Does he love you? Don't forget that God's love is unconditional. Romans 8 verse 27. Nay, without these things, apart from these things, talk to me. In all these things, we are what? How? If the Lord delights, see, when you believe that God loves you, your faith flourishes. Faith thrives with the knowledge of God's love. When you believe that God loves you, your faith soars. He says, if the Lord delights in us, then he will bring us into the land 
and give it us a land which floweth with milk and honey. Now, I need to get this across. Now, the fact that situations are bad doesn't mean God doesn't love you. In John chapter 11, the Bible says, He whom thou lovest is sick. Lazarus. He says, He whom thou lovest is sick. Now, the fact that things went wrong doesn't mean God doesn't love you. It just means you've been set up for a testimony. Because Jesus said, This sickness will not end in death. But what? But for what? For the glory of God. So that means this situation will not end like this. It will end how? In glory. It will be a glad testimony. Someone says, but pastor, they're moving out of my house. Very soon you'll be landlord. I thought I'd get a better amen. Someone says, pastor, I can't pay my school fees. It just means you're going to be a sponsor. See, because it's a bigger testimony. Say, I, I know how hard I used to struggle to pay my school fees, but now God has made me a sponsor. That's your testimony in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah, there are many sponsors that will arise out of this assembly helping the poor in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Think about it. See, your situation, don't let that dangerous situation or, or hard situation define you. No, 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 no. Let your, God's love for you define you. Someone will say, you know, I'm a poor man. You know, I'm a weak man. You know, I am not educated. Don't let that define you. You are the beloved of the Lord. I said, you are the beloved of the Lord. And the Bible says the beloved of the Lord will dwell in safety by him. That means the beloved of the Lord is always safe. Mm. See, why are people scared when they are traveling? They are scared because they are unsure of God's love. Whether God will protect them. But when you know that God loves you, you know he will protect you. I remember a pastor shared something. He said, his cousin climbed on top of a wardrobe. And he said, I'm going to jump. And he said, don't jump. And the boy said, I'm going to jump. And he said, I'm telling you, don't jump. And the boy jumped. He said, and I caught him. He said, then something dawned on him. The boy trusted him. The boy knew that his uncle loved him so much, he won't let him fall. Now unto him that is able to keep you from what? From falling. So do you know why I know I won't fall into sin? Because God is able. He loves me. He loves me. He will, he will, he will, he will pre-inform me and say, don't go there. And I won't go. See, when you start believing God's love for you, see, it changes the whole picture. It gives you a new perspective. God loves me. God loves me. God loves me. God cares about me. Do you believe that? I do, I do, I do. Look at this. Verse 9. Only rebel not ye against the Lord, neither fear ye the people of the land, for they are bred for us. Hmm. Watch this. They are the first disappointed from them, and the Lord is what? And the Lord is what? Then he said what? Fear them not. So what does that mean? Fear means you're self-conscious. Faith means you're God-conscious. Self-conscious people are always afraid. God-conscious people are full of faith. When you're God-conscious, I am God-conscious. I'm confident of the great things God can do. I let it go over my mind and, and, and let it I play with my mind with these things. That's where God wants you to be. He wants you to realize that I can do beyond what you're believing for. I can do beyond what you're believing for. When I want to get on radio, I want to get on radio from Monday to Friday. All right? Monday to Friday. Say Monday to Friday. But how, 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 how many days are we on radio? Monday to Sunday. We were believing for Monday to Friday. God gave us Monday to Sunday. Because he exceeds what could ever ask or think.
So, if God was doing what we were believing for, just exactly what we were believing for, then it would have just been on radio Monday to Friday, on TV Monday to Friday, but sorry, sir, it's Monday to Sunday. He beats it. See, when you're believing God for something, expect him to, see, God always leaves you an extra. It's called the God touch. He leaves you with an extra to let you know I did it. And Romach shared the story of a lady that was believing God for a job and a house. She had been in a mental institution for several years. She heard his message. God healed and God saved. And finally, she started working in the mental institution. Then they gave her a time to go out. She was a janitor there. She cleans the place and all that. And they gave her accommodation inside the mental institution. You were crazy before. They left you inside crazy. You understand what I'm saying? So it's not an improvement in your situation. Some of you don't understand. She did crazy before. You get it now? All right. When she became better, they left her inside the mental institution. The psychiatric hospital. Some people understand better than the psychiatric hospital. So she was working there. So she came to Andrew Womack and said, I'm, I'm believing God for a, a, a house and a better job. And he said, how much do you have? She said, I have about $70 or so. And he said, okay, why don't you give it to the Lord and trust him? She said, that's all I have. He said, go ahead, give it to the Lord. So she brought it, gave it to him. He gave it to the pastor, Greg Moore, and said, this is the seed from the woman. And he left. Watch this. He collected the money on Sunday. On Monday, a man gave her a car. Now, she wasn't looking for a car. God wanted to give her a God touch. Then he said, by Tuesday or Wednesday, a mother that had cut off from her for a long time called her and said, I want you to come and stay with me. So she had accommodation. Not only accommodation, restoration of relationship with her mother, a God touch. Then she got a better job that was paying twice the money that the psychiatric institution was paying. Now, Antoine is able to do exceeding abundantly Above, you're believing too small. God, if you can only do this for me, the first thing He gave her was what she didn't ask for a car. Think about it. I wasn't looking for a car when I got the Honda, and when the devil set up the Honda for trouble, I got a Jeep. So now, with a black eye on the devil, we have two cars. So now, he has exceeded what we asked for. I was believing God for a two-bedroom apartment when we were moving from Agudama. It gave me a duplex. If you count the rooms inside, that's the reading room and and the library, there are eight rooms inside. More than what I asked for. See, it leaves you with a God touch. I don't pray for rent. Father, the rent is coming. Oh, Lord, let not your servant be disgusted. I'm a pastor. I'm on television. Hey, Lord, it will be a bad thing. No. (laughs) No, I don't. Say, God is enough. Say it again. Say, God is enough. Yeah, God is enough. He's enough. He's enough. He's enough. Let, let that dawn on you. Let that dawn on you. Look at what David said when he was going to fight Goliath. The Bible says Goliath had been a man of war from his youth. In other words, Goliath had been an experienced warrior even when he was a young man. And here comes a 17-year-old inexperienced boy. But God is enough. David said, The Lord that delivered the lion and the bear into my hand will deliver you into my hand. And that was, God will outdo my past. See, God wants you to look at all the miracles that you've experienced in your life and know, hey, if God had done this and done this, then God will do this. 
It's the Lord that delivered the lion and the bear into my hands. Will deliver you into my hands. Think about it. Have you ever paid a rent before? Then you, this rent will be paid. Have you ever paid school fees before? Then this school fees will be paid. Have you ever gotten a contract before? Then you get more contracts. See, that's the way God works. Don't sit down and, and wring your, your, your hands and wring your nostrils and wonder. Oh, I, <laughs> know someone here calling up and saying, I don't just understand all this world. You, you just mean you're going around in circles. I don't understand all this world. So when I'm going around in circles, I'm not going anywhere. So I don't understand this country. This, this country. You're a plumber. Clearing out the passages. Think about it. How big our God is. 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 Think about this. Look at this. Second Chronicles 14. I'll give you two more and we close. Verse 9. Keep playing. Just keep playing. Keep playing. Verse 9. It says, And they came out against them, Zerah the Ethiopian, with an host of a thousand thousand, that's one million, then 300 chariots, a chariot has two people, that's one, point, one million six hundred people, came unto Maresha. Then Asa went out against him, and he set the battle in array at the valley of Zephatha at Maresha. And Asa cried unto the Lord his God and said, Lord, it is nothing we need to help whether with many or with them that have no power. See, you are not making progress because of what you have. Stop boasting about your education. People who, are, who have your level of education are doing some things better than you, have more than you have. That's why you've not gone further than your education. So you know I'm a BSc holder. And as a BSc holder, I earn 150,000 naira. I'm a BSc holder, or I earn 70,000, or I earn whatever. I'm a BSc. I mean, I'm a BSc holder. So all you get is what a BSc holder gets. And there's someone that does not have a BSc, an MSc, or a PhD. He has no SC. Starting his business, I know of a guy that came here and testified to me. He has a business along Ingby Road and somewhere at I think a, a Yellow Hotel. He makes seven hundred thousand naira per week. At least seven hundred thousand naira per week from his business. He didn't go to school. So, Pastor, I learned it from your message. How to record and put my books of accounts. He makes seven hundred. That means in a month, that's two point what? Thank you, two point eight million. At least. So, one of the times he makes a million. So, stop boasting about your education. Say, say. I, I, because I have an MSc or a PhD I'm a professor I know, I, I know what I am what you get all your worth never more than enough that's why the money that comes into your hand is just enough it's never more than enough because you are boosting in yourself and in your strength not in God I always boast in my Lord because I know that without him I can do nothing I tell people, say, man, man of God, God is using you so mild. I say, it's, it's the grace of God. And then I say, if you know how I study, I read. Sometimes I read up to eight books at once. Do you do that? Don't try me. I say, it's the grace of God. So God lifts me higher. And they say, man, man of God. Your church, your services are growing. I see cars parked everywhere. Ah, Pastor David says, God, He lifts me higher because I know if I beat my chest, I can only beat myself down. I point them to Him. David, he say, Ah, Saul, you see my 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 sling I've been using as killed the lion and the bear. I'm, I'm going to do it again. No. No. He said, Thy servant. David was humble. He said, Thy servant was keeping a few sheep. 
a lion and a bear came, came and I smote him and began to justify and Saul said the, go and the Lord be with you he knew that guy understood something about the Lord God was enough for that boy and that boy was going and killed Goliath with just a sling one shot was enough he picked five smooth stones but one was enough it's not your effort you can get it right the first time God is enough As I said, there's nothing we need to help. With few or within that have no might. God is not our, our might. It's not our power. Are you learning something today? Look at this. I got to run. I got to run because of time. Look at this. He says, help us, O Lord our God. Let me read again. As I cried unto the Lord is God and said, Lord, it is nothing we need to help. Whether with men or with them that have no power. Lord, you can help me if I have connections or not. Help us, O Lord our God. We rest on thee. Oh my Lord. We rest on thee. For in thy name we go against this multitude. Oh Lord. Thou art our God. Let not man prevail against thee. So the Lord smote the Ethiopians. Have you become conscious that you are linked with God? Have you become conscious that you are linked with God? Are you living with that mentality that you are linked with God? So I'm going to get that shop. So I used to boast. I'll, I'll get it. God is with me. So you know how expensive that place? I know. I know it's expensive. But God will sponsor me. I'll get it. Are you going to borrow the money? I won't need to borrow the money. God, God, will, get, God will get that shop for me. And God is saying, you boast. Your friends are mocking say, ah, your long throat is too much. You. God is saying, go ahead, say it. Say it. Say it for my glory. For my glory. The one day you're just somewhere sitting down in your office and this commissioner comes out you like to help carry things to his car and looks at him and says uh, um, do you have any other dreams I don't know I don't know I don't know why I'm asking you I just want to help you yeah I want to start a business how much do you need I need uh, about 1.5 million okay okay it's small money small money you know see me on Tuesday I give you a check for 1.5 million no because you didn't beg for it you didn't look for it God becomes bigger to you. You're crying. You look at the check. You didn't beg for it. Unto him the glory in the church by Christ Jesus. What can you believe for? He said in the name of God against this multitude. He said in the name of Jesus will get this place. He said in the name of Jesus will complete his house. In thy name will go against this multitude. And the Bible said, the Lord smote the Ethiopians. The Lord smote them. Look at, look at it quickly, quickly, quickly. And so, so the Lord smote the Ethiopians before, before Assam, before Judah, and the Ethiopians fled. Give us the next verse. And Assam, the people that were with him, pursued them unto Gerah, and the Ethiopians were overthrown, and they could not recover themselves. For they were destroyed before the Lord and before his host, and they carried away very much spoil. What could have led to loss became increase. Because they rested on God. You've rested on your uncles enough. You've rested on your connections enough. It's time to rest on God. He brought me from nowhere to see me a new no man. Think about it. I've got a call from Ghana. We want to verify this. But we've got a call from Ghana. For is it Integrity International or so? That they want to give me an award. In no man's I came from nowhere. And they come from outside the country. I'll be watching you for 24 months. Are you a man of integrity? God. Who knows where the next call will come from? Who knows where the next award will come from? Just resting on God. Just resting on God. How far could you go if you were rest on God? How far could you go? 
how far could you go if you're not calling people for your school fees how far could you go if you're not calling people for your house and how far could you go me that couldn't pay I remember the first house went to rent one room one room we're begging the woman he said what we have is 70,000 naira we had saved 70,000 naira and the woman said it's 100,000 we couldn't pay and I stood right on that Ekeke road that NTA road or Aziko road whatever you call it I just stood there couldn't couldn't but I chose to rest on God and now we can pay the rent a six-bedroom duplex with a library and a reading room. What could happen if you would trust God? What could happen if you take that risk and say, Lord, I'm putting my life on you. I'm, I'm casting all my cares on you. What could happen? And a black man became a president of a white nation. What could happen? What could happen if only you could believe? Jesus said, If thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believes. What could happen if you would believe God? This is what has brought us here. It's, there's no secret to it. There are no secret sponsors. Some people said it is sponsored for London or America. No, 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 a thousand times no. The money we sown the other way around. I don't want to talk. Bow your heads in Jesus' name. Give him praise. It's time to rest on God. It's time to rest on God. It's time to rest on God. The hand of man will fail you. Jesus, there's no one like you.